another edition of Dropping Dimes with Brittany Johnson, the diva, I guess. Yes, ma'am. And then Sasha Bloom, Cedric Williams. Happy New Year. <laughs> Happy New Year, you guys. Let's get right to it. We're talking Pac-12 bowl games. How on earth did the Pac-12 manage to go one and eight in bowl games? What happened, Sasha? You're the one with the Pac-12 hat on, Sasha. What's up with your boy? I don't think they had an interest in playing when they weren't playing for anything. None of them. None of, none well, of the well, teams. Washington, Washington got their ass kicked, but everyone else didn't have anything to play for. Well, I mean, you can say USC that did. USC did. They got smoked, but most of their big time players aren't going to try very hard because they're going to the NFL. Like, there's a major problem with bowl games. Well, that's what I've said. One, there's too many. I said that last time. There's never and too many. There's bowl too games. many, and. Okay, yeah, there is. If you just said they don't even mean anything, so what's the point in having all these bowl games? It provides a lot of jobs for the economy. It pays for all your failing newsrooms throughout the country. That's a lot of revenue. Yeah. I mean, that's... that's just, that... How does it pay for our newsrooms? We didn't go. Oh, because NBC and CBS and ABC make a, sh- a lot of money um, on advertising. We don't see that. You personally don't no, see it. No, not local news. So. Yes, they do. Yes, no, they do. we don't. Yeah, satellites. <laughs> we don't. Uh, yeah. Broadcast towers. I guess it's very trickled because a lot of we stuff that talent doesn't that. see. Yeah, the behind-the-scenes stuff <laughs> that the engineers deal with. But what about you're not playing for recruits? Well, I guess you coach for recruits, but but you do play for recruits because Coach Kyle Whittingham mentioned that he said that's something that they do have to play for because it's a great time to have these recruits. Well, they come won. In and see that. Yeah, they yeah. won. No, I'm not saying it's that important they didn't for win. Utah. It's important for the Colorados. It's important for a lot of teams. But you know, let's see, UCLA new head coach, so they were playing with a de facto coach. Kids didn't care. Um, the kids that were on that field weren't playing for Chip Kelly. Oregon got a new coach. Same thing there. USC had a number one quarterback that was transferring, so who knows how hard you're transferring to the NFL. Arizona lost a head coach. Arizona State lost a head coach. Uh, Stanford, you know, they should have won. They definitely should have won. They, what did they lose by? Two points? Right. You know, Washington got smoked. That was an embarrassment, and um, their head coach doesn't put up with that. He's exactly like Whittingham, where you play bowl games or you're not on my team. Well, I mean, to me, it's a chance to show that the Pac-12 is one of the dominant Power Five, powerhouse five teams, Power Five conference teams. They didn't show that. But that's what I'm saying. You had a chance to. Like, to me, that's a chance to show that, and no one did. I don't think the players necessarily look at it like that. They should have pride in your conference. I think that's more of a coach and administration thing, but it's... I don't know. It was tough to watch. It was tough to watch those scores. And I'm not even a big Pac-12 guy, but, you know, I live in Utah and I enjoy watching the youth. So, yeah, that was bad, especially when you have friends like, man, what's up with your conference over there? Like, y'all <laughs> looking bad compared <laughs> to the SEC and the Big 12. That's what you show, you telling all your friends back at home. Yeah. Make sure you watch. Pac-12 is doing something this year. Pac-12 right. is it. And then they tune in. Pac-12 has been catching heat from everybody in this country because of the Pac-12 network. Every, like, if you listen to Bill Simmons and the whole Ringer crew, it's, yeah, I don't know what's going on with the Pac-12 because no one can watch it, you know? And it's, like, (laughs) nice of Larry Scott to put Arizona State versus Arizona on the Pac-12 because three people got to watch it. It is hard to watch. It's like, if you don't watch it, does it count? 
it's very tough to watch. And then I end up watching it online a lot. And I use my parents' um, subscription yeah. for like Cox. <laughs> I'm like, what's your password and login? Oh, you guys don't get yeah, the, like the I don't know. I do. I don't right. anymore. I oh. was when I was at my old place and I had Direct TV. Now I have Dish and I have Basic Dish. I don't get anything. So I'm watching stuff online. So if these games aren't on ESPN, so you're saying you're or basic. I'm not there. I'm I'm basic. Basic Britney. <laughs> I'm basic Britney. <laughs> so with Coach Kyle Whittingham, he's got an 11 and one bowl record. What does yeah. that say for Coach Kyle Whittingham, or does it say nothing? Because you you know we just said bowl games don't mean anything. He only has one big bowl. Alabama. Yeah. yeah, that's it. He's beat Georgia Tech. He's beat Pitt. He's beat. Uh, there's been some quality programs, but there's no. He hasn't gone against anyone. He hasn't gone against a Penn State and Ohio State. They did beat Michigan. They've beat Nebraska. Did they beat Nebraska in a bowl game? Maybe not. No, they lost. They got smoked. I think. There was one no, that they lost. Nor- I'm thinking of Notre Dame. They lost one that was pretty good, but no, they they don't play any of the Florida schools. They don't play any of the SEC schools. I, I think that, like we talked about many many episodes that what this last five years scheduling wise, why they've been playing the San Jose States and the Fresnos is a for recruiting and two to make this merger into the PAC 12. I hope in the future that they start uh, playing bigger and better teams. But I think that this coming year with all the turnover in the South, if the Utes don't win the South, I think Gary Anderson's new head coach. Well, I just read something actually today and they're saying, that he's pretty much there to take Kyle Yes, yes, course. that's yeah. the understanding. He's about eight or nine years younger than Witt. Um, you know, Witt's going to be 60, I think, next year, and he's made a lot of money, and he's, you know, I think he wants to do other things. So, But I think this is the year you have to win this out. There's no excuses. And then Stanford's not going to be a super great team. They're always going to be very solid, but um, Oregon's got a new head coach. Washington State apparently has got their head up their ass, so – you know, when we talk to Mike Leach, maybe we can figure this out, but the South is going to be bad next year. Football in the Pac-12 is going to be bad. Okay, so if you are Utah, and we keep saying this year after year, it's a must-win year. It's a must-win year for Utah. How does Utah win the Pac-12 South next year? Returning players, I think. Yeah, they got a junior quarterback that's got NFL prospect all over him. Their, lo- their line's that, a year older. With that, we saw that this year – you know, he's a sophomore. Well, he's a, a retro, sophomore. Richard sophomore. Yeah, but he's still he still put up numbers this year. And if you bring back the same people, you couldn't get it done with the same people on your line this year. What makes you think it's going to be any different next year? Well, even with that, yeah, Mister Notifications, who's hitting you up? Uh, Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> even with that, what's going to happen with the total thing? So everyone's hyping Tuttle up as the best quarterback at Alabama. I mean, if Alabama wanted him that badly, USC, how is he that? He was a five-star five, uh, five recruit. Five-star recruit. Yeah, he's the savior so of the program. That means he's going to come in wanting to start. And if he doesn't, then what's he going to do? I think he's pretty humble. Unless he just totally blows out the practice field, I think that Hunley starts. He, Hunley's a phenomenal player. And they had a brand new offensive coordinator. I think you're missing the understanding of the way human beings progress in life, Brittany. No, I understand. A 17-year-old kid 
is going to be a better human, a better athlete, a better student, a better lover at age 18. And at, from 18 to 19, they're going to be exceptionally better than they were at 17. And then when they're at 20, this is how human beings build. We're, Not necessarily because you see players digress. If you have bad parents and bad teachers and bad educators, and the University of Utah football program doesn't have bad educators. They raise men at that school. So, yeah, they do. But still, you it doesn't matter. You can still have players digress. It's all at the end of the day. Where, where's, the where, where has this program digressed? Well, let's In, look at Jordan Wynn. Jordan Wynn and Travis Wilson. I don't think I know. Trav, I don't think Travis Wilson aggregated it at all. He's, no, he didn't. But he's in the NFL. He was an NFL talent. He had a big arm, and if he wasn't so stupid, they would have been a very good team. But he wasn't a very smart guy. He's an, as smart as in how intellectually bonehead, absolute bonehead that kid was. And that that but that's part of college. You can't cut him. He's a scholarship athlete. Who are you going to replace him with? You know, when they left, they went through several quarterbacks before they brought Hunley in, and it's hard. What are there, 126 Division One schools or whatever many there are? There's probably 30 good college quarterbacks. And of those 30, four of them make it in the NFL, and one of them becomes an all-star. Why did Chase Hansen end up being a safety instead of remaining a quarterback? He might have been too good of an athlete. And Whittingham loves taking the best offensive athletes and making them defense. He's a defensive coach. Right. And you have to remember that Utah – is in Ohio State and never has been, so they're not going to get the four-star um, safety and cornerback. And if they get a three-star wide receiver who can run and has big shoulders and clean hips, they're going to take them. Yeah. yeah, they just got a ton of because three-star you recruits. can win in college with a defense and a defensive line. You don't need to win with an offense. And so, if you get good offensive talent, you convince them to be defenders. You can win, and that's what Whittingham's always done. You run the ball, you play defense, because we don't, we can't recruit out recruit Arizona and USC and Oregon. Well, what they can't do, since you say, you know, the defense has to be better, they need to be able to sustain drives and give the defense rest. Because I think the defense was gassed, especially the USC game. All year, yeah. Defense was gassed, mm -hmm. and. And there were there, but there were issues. They, they had a brand new um, offensive line, so you have freshman kids and redshirt sophomores, and probably somewhere in that rotation was a kid coming back from a mission um, to learn how to play an off as an offensive lineman. First of all, somewhere between high school and your first start, you gain sixty pounds. Uh, these kids are eating all the time, and so and they're running and exercising all the time. It, and then they're getting their ass kicked by some of the biggest human beings on the planet. And it takes years to become a good lineman. Most national championship teams don't have a freshman line. You can have a freshman quarterback like Alabama does, but they're five-star linemen. And they're all going to be NFL players. How far they make it in the NFL is a different question. And they're all six five, three hundred plus. Yeah, so that have been Utah fighting in the South players? since they were four. Right? Huh? So how does Utah get these players? Because you Utah don't. just recruited you don't. You a bunch find of a different strategy and you out coach. Then how do you do that next year? Is my question. I think they went in and they got um, a couple of middle linebackers from JUCO that are very good and are proven to play other grown men as where you're not in high school. They got a couple of speedy receivers, but they have good receivers. You know, um, they have a good tight end. They have a they have an NFL running back. They have a quarterback that's so close to being in the Heisman conversation. He's, you think so, Huntley? 
Dude, he's a talented kid. I I don't know if I've seen I don't know what it is about him that doesn't tell me that he is an NFL quarterback. He's got height. He's got a good delivery. He can throw the hell out of the ball. He uh he loves to run. He's not afraid of contact. Yeah, but in the in the NFL, you're not obviously he does have a passing game, but in the NFL, how many running quarterbacks are there? Oh, there's a lot that get drafted. But there's how very, long do they last? It, that's not the point. The point is how long do they last? Just you just want to get there and then maybe We're talking about an NFL talent. We're not talking about a kid that's playing in the NFL now or the, the games are so different in the NFL yeah. to the speed The speed, the strength, the violence, the hatred. So it's just Um, enough. I'm not saying that it's not a huge accomplishment. I don't want that to come off when I say, so that's just enough to just to make it, not just to, don't you want to have like a full career? Isn't that the goal? Doesn't Utah have the most NFL players in the league throughout the country? They do, but that that wasn't my point. My point to this is they lost like 22 players last year. Yeah. They lost half their team, half yeah. their starting team, and 11 of those went to the NFL. You have a rebuilding period. Well, I think you'll be surprised, you hater. I'm not a hater. I'm just asking you questions. And Coach Kyle Whittingham said there's no he doesn't believe in rebuilding periods. Right. So. Well, that's what he's going to tell you people. Keep you busy. That's what he says. Yeah. He says every time, I don't believe in rebuilding. And I, I don't think I'm it's sure to keep doesn't. us busy. I think that's what he truly believes. That no, because he says it, that's an excuse. He he's said, not an excuse no, guy. No, I, I, he said that he doesn't he believe. Said, but the truth of the issue is he's rebuilding. Whether or not he doesn't believe in it or he mm-hmm. likes it, his punk ass was rebuilding last year. Yeah, he and was that's rebuilding. why he went six and five and damn near lost a bowl game. But you can't if this Going to your a bowl head game. coach is saying. We all know that it's a rebuilding. You're, this was a yeah, rebuilding so year. He, we all and know so that. All this but he says he, he doesn't want to use that as an right. excuse. He's not an excuse. And he didn't. Yeah. He's Which I, I can appreciate that. Like, don't use it as an excuse. Just you you go forward with what you have. Like, it, you already know who's coming in. You already know who you have. You know who's injured. And you just go from there. So I can appreciate him saying, no, we're not rebuilding. We're still going to fight forward and try to win as many games as possible. But moving forward, I haven't seen Huntley be a precise passer, like a dime passer on the money. He overthrew Yeah, it's his first year in the Pac-12. Right. It's it's a big adjustment from junior college. Right. It's where in JUCO, you'll play a team, and there might be two – one and a half on offensive players that you're competing that you have on your team that might make the Pac-12. You'll get one that will go to Utah or a Washington State, and the other might go to Oregon State. You know, very seldom do you get a Chad Johnson and a Steve Smith playing at Santa Monica City College together. Very rarely, and those were due to academics, I think, and some other serious hood shit that was going on. And you know, I think Whittingham and the University of Utah are right where they need to be, and they're in perfect contention to win a Pac-12 title. And I think Hunley's going to shock a lot of people next year. So you think Utah will win the Pac-12 South next year? Yes. With Huntley or with Tuttle. And what's Anderson going to do with the defense? I think he's going to go hit the recruiting trail. I think that's exactly what he's going to do. And, you know, you have to remember, the last time that he and Whittingham were together, they went undefeated. Right. 
And if they were as the Bull Championship Series, they would have gone to the finals and been one of the two best teams in the country. They whooped Alabama's ass. No questions about it in the South. They went to Louisiana, and they were up 21-0 to before they knew what happened. And that's the last time that man's been on the sideline. And he went to Utah State. He won a conference title. He went to Wisconsin and won a conference title. Imagine and then, who was on that defense. You got Eric Weddle. Yeah. Sylvester. Or Sylvester yeah. Sean Smith. Yeah. Um, was Star on that team? Star wasn't on that no, team. No, he was after. There were, there's a the kid, guy on the Jets. Um, there's a couple of other McCain, linemen. Bryce McCain. Yeah. All NFL guys. Yeah. And who've been playing forever. And those were his recruits. They weren't Whittingham's. I mean, Whittingham had part of it to do. But, and, you know, some say, will say, well, they were Urban Meyer's player too. Sure, but they kept them, you know. And they revolutionized uh, Utah sports. And so for anyone to hate on Whittingham or what the athletic program's done, they've made sport in Utah relevant. They've made the Jazz have to change their whole philosophy from, oh, we're, we, we want to win a championship. Now we have to. I think you're taking this as I'm like Well, that's what you're doing, Utah, yeah. But I'm, I'm not. I'm asking you questions. I'm not hating on Utah. I'm asking you questions to try to decipher what you're saying Devil's and try advocate. to go in depth. I'm just kind of doing both sides. No, you should. You should. And I think that Doctor, if if Doctor Hill, if Doctor Hill, and the boosters, because if you don't think the Utah Athletic Department has millionaires boosting their program up, they do. Whittingham would have been gone. I never said they didn't, though. No, I know, but there's, but there's, there's a lot of talk in this town that Whittingham needs to go, and that the Utah is soft. And oh, um, I never said Whittingham. I'm not saying you do. No, there's a ton, but on a couple sites that. Yeah, yeah. and I've been listening to it all. I, I, it's getting personal to me now because I work for the Pac-12, and my job's affected when these reporters come out and say that no one watches Olympic sports. This one guy. Uh, from the Mercury News the other day said that women's sports draws of 0.0 in every market. The Pac-12 doesn't release their ratings to anybody. And he's like, well, I have sources. No, you don't. No, you don't. Because people love working for the Pac-12. And you sign big, thick manuals of not to talk about certain things or you get sued. So you think just because someone signs a manual... Not to talk about something to get sued. People, they're, they've been doing that in years. If for you're not naming sources and you're talking shit about a, a corporation or organization without naming names, you don't have names. A lot of people do have sources and they don't name them out of respect for somebody so they don't lose their job. Or wanting to keep their sources for the future. Yeah, you can't. Well, I'll tweet out this article, uh, Mr. Underscore Bloom or Bloom underscore Sasha, whatever it is. And... You can read it. It's it's a total fabrication. And there's a guy, Scott D. Pierce, for the Tribune that slings this horse shit about the Pac-12 network all the time and says that, you know, they get no ratings and they're bad for television and that Berkeley's, you know, the big thing is that Berkeley's athletic department uh, and their chancellor came out and said that the Pac-12 network's awful. And it's like, well, why don't you tell the whole story about how that athletic program is $120 million in debt and the governor of California wants to shut it down? Yeah, of course you hate the Pac-12 network because you're not getting $45 million a year. Quit firing your coaches. Quit thinking you're better than what you are. You're one of the most prestigious liberal academic schools in the world. Football should be way down the list. 
And that's what a lot of the... And here's another thing. The SEC schools don't bring the greatest minds in the world there. They're not academic intuitions. They're football factories. The students of Stanford, the students of UCLA, the students of USC, the students of Washington and Utah, and the journalism program at Arizona State have much bigger things going on than watching a football game and going to a basketball game. They're studying so that they can make $100,000 a year the day they get out of college. A lot of tech and a lot of research. Yeah. Everyone's outside in the West. Um, You know, I I hear these people, no one watches uh, Pac-12 basketball. You're absolutely right. And if it was the heyday of UCLA, no one was watching because there's surfing and there's dating and the weather's warm and you're studying your ass off at these major collegiate institutions. You went to LA, you, to be a California resident to get in UCLA, you have to have a 4.3 and you probably got to be in the 1230 to 1300 range on your SAT just to get them to read your SAT. And but- it, you know, well, before and it goes on, higher up from there. You, they actually do accept people with lower GPAs because, on certain yeah, things because they want to try to balance it out, quote unquote. But there are people who do get in with a three point With I know someone personally who has gotten in with below a three point But at which school? At UCLA, that was doing so many extracurriculars and wrote. Yeah, this you have to compensate for your intelligence. Yes, yeah, and wrote this phenomenal personal essay. Yeah, intelligence isn't just so, being able to uh, read yeah, and do so, math. There's a lot of other aspects that make you an interesting person and a con- contributor to most people that didn't grow up in LA or don't understand um, academia. UCLA is one of the top 10 schools in the world. And they happen to have a decent football team. But are they ever going to win a national championship? <laughs> Highly doubt it. It's too hard of an academic program. Same with Stanford. They'll never win a national championship. Yeah. Utah, probably not. I think the best one is probably Washington because there's some good programs there, but it's not as... Um, should have won last year with McCaffrey and Hogan and a couple other guys. That, oh, I think yeah, yeah but Alabama's so good. Yeah. There's some good teams out there. You know, Ohio State's fucking... Uh, sorry, is really good. Alabama is really good. Florida State is really good. Sanford's not that good in terms of they got some good players and they got and they'll they'll hang in there till the last you know two minutes and maybe they'll win, but they're not going to steamroll anyone. So, moving on to Alabama and Georgia, who has the edge in that game? The SEC. Yeah, <laughs> it's a win-win. ESPN. Yeah. It's a win-win. <laughs> or I mean, it's I think it's hands down unless Georgia has one more trick up their sleeve. It's hands down got to be Crimson Tide. They're gonna they're gonna smack them up. It might be over in the first quarter, dude. They were teasing Oklahoma or whoever they play. They had their linemen catching touchdowns. Oh, yeah. You don't think Kirby Smart is going to give them a run for their money? He's adopted that offense and pretty much perfected it. Yeah, but you know those The same. student never beats the right. professor. Yeah. I taught you everything you know. I didn't teach you everything, everything. I know. Everything, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, Saban, you know Saban. He's pompous. He's not going <laughs> to let any of his... You know how happy he probably is going into those prestigious golf country clubs in the South okay. every year with a national title? Hole in the steam room and saunas. Dude, do you know oh, how many people shit. hate this dude? 
I, outside of the South, <laughs> well, outside of outside Alabama, of, yes. Georgia line area. What he, what he's doing is legendary. Yeah. This this was if, he on five. This will be six for him. Six or seven. Ooh. Yeah. It's incredible what he's doing. So is he greater than Bear Bryant? Will he Ooh. go down in history in Alabama history? I I think he definitely will go down in Alabama history. I think once an old generation dies off, yeah, it is. So the young, the millennials. Yes, the Shaq versus Kareem thing. No, the millennials Kareem's are going to screw it up. Kareem's a much better player, but Shaq gets all the recognition. <laughs> right. Yeah. The millennials are going to screw it up. And for the record, I am not a millennial. Yes, you are. I, barely, you I barely beat it. it out. I you missed it. By a nose. I'm Generation X. Or am I Generation Y? X, Y, Z. It's X. I don't know. <laughs> but, I mean, just for Georgia, for their sake, they That's have, good for it's good for the state of Georgia. Yeah, they have the eighth best rushing offense in the country, the third best non-option rushing team. Their defense is pretty good. A couple spots ranked below Crimson. So how you does think that match it, up against Alabama's defense, though? But I mean, I think this game might be. I don't think this is going to be a blowout game. It's not going to be forty-five to fifty or whatever that was. No, uh-uh. <laughs> no but I, I don't think not going to do that. I don't think you have. You can just count georgia out well here's and because alabama has a lot of players that are injured no they have a lot of players coming back from injury they have the one linebacker who got hurt in the game um last week he's out but all year their linebacking core missed a total of 32 games or something like that because they're getting their ass kicked in the sec but even then if you do have players coming back from injury first game do you think well it's Alabama, so I don't know. They'll be fine. These are guys who are in, on the every NFL general yeah. manager's list. These guys have been in the NFL since they were nine. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> collecting checks. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I don't. It's not. Gonna, I don't think it's going to be close. I would be very surprised if it's close. I'll say. Let's do score prediction. I, I say thirty-two uh, seventeen or twenty-four ten, something like that. I was going to say like that, like yeah. 24. 45 10. to 12. But they, what? Yes. I could see that too because there's going to be a really long halftime. They're doing a halftime show this year. Um, How long is their halftime show supposed to be? Well, there's a whole Mars concert. There. Yeah, it's yeah, a whole Kendrick concert. It's like the Super Bowl now. And they're get, I think they're gonna they're projecting into the 30, 40 million viewership. Well, let me write this down. 45 to 12. Yeah. I'll what? say uh, 30, 17. Uh, Alabama. Sasha. Yeah. Ooh, I'm going to say 24 17. 24. But all Alabama, 17. huh? 24 I'm, to 17. Yeah, I'm going with Alabama. That's going to be in the first half. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going with Alabama. Well, the 24 okay. will be, not maybe, the 17. Maybe we'll be surprised. I'm oh. going to take the. Oh, uh, the under? Yeah. <laughs> That's definitely That's the, the under. word. Yeah. That's the word. That's that for all We're you betting options. Aficionados out there. <laughs> See, we're gonna take re- it. one second. The reason why I wouldn't work in an athletic department because if I were had any control of a budget at Alabama, I would fly UCF in and let them sit front row, right behind <laughs> the Alabama <laughs> sideline, and see what real men do. You think? Yeah, and Are I would. Gi- I would. I would give them playbooks. I would give them each player a flat screen and just let them watch what real football teams Are do. Are you tired of all that talk? Saying oh, that they dude, should they, be- they ordered. They ordered a banner, <laughs> saying that they're national championships. Yeah. 
I mean, that's like me saying I want a f- an Emmy. But if you go back to the and old got it got AP, one made. Go back to the old <laughs> AP days. Okay. How, how would it be? They would. Be, They'd be ninth. No, because if they're on, you know how it used to be. If you're undefeated, then they had. Yeah, no but choice, they only but played but one they, ranked team, and they lost, or they won in overtime. But they really didn't go by that. I don't think back then. Like if, if you were undefeated, then trust you, me, you shot up there. But then you would get to the bowl game. They set it up. And then you would get waxed. I but, guess I guess it's as as awkward as Boise State or TCU right. or Utah doing it. So yeah, I think you're right. But they weren't going to get the national championship, right? In which Utah proved twice, right. and Boise State proved, and TCU proved that TCU was the best team in the country that year. They went undefeated, mm-hmm. and was they didn't Jerry win. Hughes? Was Jerry Hughes on that team? I remember that team. Oh, yeah, he was. Yeah, he that was, was a, after Utah. I think the year Utah went thirteen. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they were going back and forth, beating each other. Mm-hmm. And they weren't clean beats. Like, they were 45-0. to zero, or They were at uh, TCU and Boise State used to come in and kick the living hell out of Utah. And then Utah would go, and they'd win by a half a touchdown. And then, you know, they'd go and blow out any other team because those three teams and BYU went to war every week. And it was, it was special. So when do the playoffs move to a six-team? Renegotiations. <sighs> Yeah, and that's going to be after net neutrality and then negotiations yeah. with the big commercial companies. So that's do you really a long think this run. net neutrality is going to go down? Oh yeah, yeah. I think Republicans hate that um, there's so much freedom on the internet. And who's buying? Goodness, I can't remember. Oh, I think liberals Apple's hate buying, the Apple's buying Netflix. Are they? Yes. Well, where'd you hear that? If the if the neutrality goes down. That will they would get such a tax break, something in the tune of three or four billion dollars that they will have enough money to buy Netflix. I think well, see we're gonna get way off track, but the main <laughs> the the major reason why um Disney bought Fox was so that they could compete could compete against Netflix. Right. Um and have the digital content to go against them, which now they have the biggest movie. Actually, good movies, which Netflix has a real problem with, is having good content. Why do you think that is? Why does Netflix have such? Because they have to rent it. They have to rent um, the the content. Well, Bright was good. I like Bright. There's like (laughs) I haven't seen it. Oh, it's good. You gotta see it. There's a couple things on Netflix that I like. A couple shows that I watch that I like, but a lot of their Netflix originals, I I really don't care for. Besides Stranger uh, Things. Okay, I haven't seen that, but what's the one? Shoot, I just start watching it. What's it about? Luke Cage. Luke Cage. Oh, that no. is my show. I bet. <laughs> I bet it is. <laughs> and not for just, Luke Cage, for the that, other one. Uh-huh. For, no, yeah. I don't like Luke Cage. Are you going to be front row when you're coming to America, fur coat, when <laughs> Black Panther comes out, too? I'm going to be I'm gonna be right there. I'm going to be right there. I'm going to be like, I am happy to be here. <laughs> You are the prince of Zumunda. <laughs> I'm going to be right there, fist up and everything. No, no. no. You're not going to see it? No, you know how many strings? Let me guess. Panther? Yeah, that's what I want to I'll wait till he comes out on Netflix. Wait, so I guess, Sasha, do you know more about this or maybe you, this renting deal with Netflix? I didn't know that they rent movies. Yeah, you I go think. online. That's how they started. Well, yeah. They, so they have a better, you in the mail. Yeah, they have a better library on um, for renting. They have all their old movies on discs and stuff. Mm-hmm. Huh. It, it's 
it's much better. Um, I think their program on my TV, anyways, isn't very good. It's very hard to find movies. It's it was Redbox 1.0. Yeah, I just want Blockbuster back. What? I, I love Blockbuster, dude. Going to the video stores is shit. Yeah, you didn't like doing that. Be able to pick up girls like that. Too. Yeah, uh, totally. I don't know. I just would go with my dad. <laughs> Smoke a bone on the way, you know. So I don't know any I of wait, that. I wait for my dad to go down to Comedy Island, and I like walk past the beat room <laughs> and like try to peek and catch somebody coming out at Blockbuster. Hey, no, not we have the independent stores. Oh, like the independent I remember those video though. stores. Yeah, there's it's some a, creepers like that back are there. in the back, back. That's where you become a man. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, what are you doing? Get over here. You're supposed to be over there. Oh, what, huh? Nothing. <laughs> and we were the generation. I know they still do. Where we, you know, tried to become ninjas. You uh-huh. learned how to be a ninja trying to get yeah. through that. Curtain. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. And some old man to turn around uh-huh. and be standing there looking. Yeah. You got friends distracting. You know? <laughs> how did we get this far down the road? <laughs> and you used to be able to rent video games. Yeah, like I know. Nintendo, you can rent systems. Convincing yeah. your yeah. mom you to spend system. thirty I bucks. Know, I don't know how they made money off of that. How did that shit even come back? Because <laughs> that was before. Oh, we need to hold a credit card. They weren't even doing that back then. Dude, I remember those days. But my brother, we still have them. We still have. Well, they're his, but I say they're mine. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sega, Nintendo sixty four, Super Nintendo, Dreamcast. <sighs> All of those. Yeah, at all. Yeah. He saved them Every, all? Yeah, they're wow. still at the house. That's why I say they're mine. They're not his. I went to the GamerCon, and I was in shock. Like, you nerd. <laughs> well, my daughter wanted to go. Uh-huh, uh-huh your daughter. <laughs> so I was like, all right, I'll take you, because there might be some weirdos up there. <laughs> you think? Yeah. It's a pedophile convention. <laughs> I was like, what is she? What? what is he wearing? Ay, ay, yeah. ay. I used to do a lot of... Comic Con stuff when I with iHeart when I was working there a lot, and I met this security guard and he was like this ex military like total. He, I think he talked a little bit more than what he was because he, he was like, "Yeah, I was secret police," and I was like, yeah. "Shut up, dude! You're a security guard." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he he was he was telling me about how that they identify pedophiles the second they walk through the door and what? They, yeah that they got people watching from all angles and like there's this whole procedure to keep track at of Comic-Con? at Salt Lake Comic Con yeah and how it's oh that's like, a story yeah. that's a story well Thanks. break the news down okay listen I'm gonna try to bring this back on track yes, man. So, Derek Favors was at Comic Con I didn't see his big lurp yet <laughs> He should be out of here by February 15th. 13th. <laughs> you don't think that? Like, I'm counting the time like, yeah. So is he. The countdown? Yeah, he, he has. Tony Jones is going to be heartbroken. That's his boy. Yeah, they're buddy. It really? Oh, they, yeah. they, 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 they giggle together in the locker room <laughs> and giggle. talk hip-hop. <laughs> and girls. Uh, if it really takes everything in my soul not to videotape Tony Jones and Derek Favors chit-chatting. Because... I think they would let me get away with it because it's so before the game. Right. And it's so unprofessional, but so is what Tony Jones is doing. Well, the so. thing is, they're actually friends. Oh, I know they are. They're actually, but like, outside of that, they're actually friends. It's one of the weird loopholes in journalism. It is. Because you're not supposed to buddy-buddy um, people that you report for the lead newspaper in your state. Yeah, but look at Doris Burke. I'm sure yeah. she's friends with a lot of... Yeah, Drake. <laughs> <laughs> She's about to be in a new Drake music I was, video. I was jealous when Jake had that sweater on. I like, I like Doris Burke. Yeah. I got permission from the director to get a photo with Doris, and I couldn't do it. Like, I, I quickly became unimpressed. Of Doris Burke? Yeah. Why? I've never seen her in person. 
Yeah. You must tell me. That brings me to a point. <laughs> I go go ahead. Now I was gonna say back to football. Yeah. So I was counting the the division two, the number teams in division two playoffs that they start with. There's mm-hmm. twenty four and then two teams, four teams have a bye. There's twenty eight teams in the division two football playoffs. So you mean to tell me and it only takes five weeks to get to a champion. How many games do they play through the season? I'm looking that up now. Yeah, let's see what that. I didn't. I don't think I looked what that was. But they had the. Because my whole concern about if I had any authority in increasing the playoffs, I wouldn't do it because of player safety. Because they, these kids aren't getting paid. Well, if they get ten games in the season, I would go with that. Two non-conference and the rest conference. But see, that would but screw up all money. the statisticians, and it would screw up the whole legacy of what a stat is. Oh, it's why they don't minimum shrink num- minimum. It's why they don't shrink the major league baseball schedule. I think um, from 182 to 160 or 40 is because it it makes the whole thing irrelevant. There's no more Babe Ruth. There's no more Lou Gehrig. There's no they more. They play Barry ten Bonds. games. See, okay. Yeah, that that would ruin Division One football. So how do Unless you fix it? How I don't know. Just make it six and call it good. So you got one extra game. I, I think it's a perfect opportunity to revamp college football. I think you should widen the field a little bit um, by six or seven feet on each side. Um, I think that would help with a lot of concussion field issues. Or the hash. Uh, the field and the hash. Open it up. Really? Yeah. Like how do you Canadian? think that would help with concussions? Because you're not going to have the tight angles to be able to blow people up because there's more room. There's more room for them to use their lateral movement. Um, when it's first and 10 and you got your six foot four uh, Scott in the slot and you throw it and he knows if he catches the ball, they get a first down and he won't get yelled at. But if he catches the ball, he's going to have some kid from USC who's going to be playing on the Raiders next year mm-hmm. trying to break his neck off. And I don't think it's good for college kids to take those hits um, for four years. You know what they do need is the goalposts back in the middle of the end zone. <laughs> oh, dude, that'd be so awesome. <laughs> I was watching the Canadian championships like, dang, they still got that? Dang. You're watching the Canadian championship. <laughs> yeah, what was, channel was, does that come I, on? It was a desperate, it was a bad day for sports. <laughs> <laughs> it was on TSN slash ESPN slash slash slash. You, you sounded like Sasha with the wrestling. The wrestling? <laughs> I've been watching that too. That is an exciting thing that I do like about uh, college football, what's been going on. If you've noticed that the title belts are going on for huge sacks and big plays. And if you notice, especially if you get on World Star, you start seeing the younger generation. You start every week. Hold on. You start seeing the younger kids suplexing wide receivers. Right. I'm a big fan of this. Every week it's something. The first week it was wrestling. The second week it was jail. Yeah. This week it's World Star. What the? What do you? You don't watch World Star? Star. I'm on there every night and every morning. When I wake up from work, that's the first side I go to. When I go to sleep, that's the last side. I might catch a clip every now and then scrolling down. You need to change your life. The thing is, World Star a lot of times has things before a lot of other people. Like when I'm doing stuff, they steal a lot of content. Yeah, yeah, they steal a lot of content, but they have a lot of things that like go viral in a sense before like so we'll be doing a news story and we'll be doing something and it'll be a month later and i'm like y'all that went like that yeah. was on world star last month and they're like world star 
I'm like, yeah. I told one of the dudes from corporate, from Nexstar, he said something about O.J. Simpson. And I was like, dude, that's old. On Worldstar, it was <laughs> something, something. So he, was like, what is this? he was like, what is this Worldstar? And I was like, oh, you got to see it. I was like, come over. So, yeah, O.J.'s been back in jail. I don't even know if he's back out yet. <laughs> O.J., never mind. Brother didn't so, even make it to Christmas. <laughs> so let's see. You, you wanted to talk about Donovan Mitchell, right? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Man, last week, so it would be a couple weeks ago, at Stance which is a sock place in the mall. Actually, Stance used to have the sock contract with the NBA um, a year or two ago, and then Nike, of course, came in and took over everything. Socks, uniforms, warm-up gear, everything. So they've reinvented themselves, and they have designed socks and pictures and this and that and the third. Well, somehow, some way, I guess Donovan Mitchell has fell into you know, one of their ambassadors. So he came to make an appearance. He was coming to make an appearance at 4 o'clock. I was meeting some guys Here's there. Here's 10 was, grand. Show up. <laughs> well, I was there at 11.30, and there was a line. Yeah. Nah, there was probably about 20 people in line. So I'm standing in line. I'm up front. And then I'm like, well, I got to pass out these you know, these promo cards for the Hooping and Hive tournament. So I started walking around, talking to people. Line keeps growing. Line keeps growing. Line keeps growing. Past dance down the crate and barrel, down the corridor, outside. Maybe they people? were all there for hooping six, in the hive. Five to six hundred people. Well, they all got hooping in the hive cards. <laughs> all <laughs> young so, kids or no adults, kids, moms, white, moms. black, Polynesian. Uh, I counted three black people that I knew. That's actually good for you, Todd. <laughs> I, I, I knew every one of them, and there's a, a few Polynesians, but all white. Yeah, and I mean, I did not expect that many people. I thought there may have been like a hundred people. Because he was supposed to be there for now. Basketball fever is huge in this state. Well, that he's huge. He ain't Jimmer Fredette level yet. Oh, he's Jimmer level. No, he's not. Uh, he he's was huge. In he Utah was at. Right now. He's been to a couple of BYU games. He was there a few nights ago. Yeah. Um, they love him. Like he is so personable. He He'll is. go anywhere. He's been to Utah games. Of yeah. course, he's football and basketball. Um, Throwing up the wrong you, Donovan Mitchell, if yeah. you listen to this. But he, he is a man. Oh, that, uh, that's intentional. <laughs> he's a, I think he's a man of the people. I think he's smart because he he's making himself be known as a yes. guy who's embracing the city, not someone who's being a recluse or thinks he's big time because he's scoring 40 and 45 points and beating LeBron. Mm -hmm. But he is going out, being seen. Hugging kids, taking pictures, kissing the baby, you know, yeah, the whole presidential thing. The thing is, I like him because not only obviously did he go to Louisville, oh but gosh. he is he's a student of the game. Right. He's sitting there and he wants to know about Utah Jazz history. He's not just playing for the Jazz. He's sitting there. He's tweeting out videos of him watching, asking people questions. Hey, what's this about? Blah 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 blah. Someone tell me about X Y Z. And then it's just. This dude is just, like you said, he's personable. He's out there talking to people. It's called the takeover is what right. it is. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, but here's the thing. Down the line, when it comes time to choose. I ask people that. I've asked what, guys, and they everyone thinks he's going to stay. Well, I was listening to LeBron James in his locker room the other day, and <laughs> there were a bunch of white media men around him, and, well, he had a towel around him and his shirt off, which I find weird. <laughs> And uh, hey, bro, I just come back when you get dressed. <laughs> and LeBron's last thing before he hit the shower was, "Yeah, it's pretty special watching what he's gonna do, but I know Utah won't be able to keep him." So he said that. Yeah. 
Everyone says he that. said he said I hope that they're able to keep him, but they won't be able to. Yeah, keep Yeah, he him. said that because he's gonna steal him. To the Lakers? No, he he'll be out of the league by then because oh, that's seven shoot. years. So the Jazz having... will get him the first the first contract unless he does something. Is What's he with Nike or Adidas? Two, he's with Adidas because he Louisville's yeah. in Adidas school. Mm-hmm. So okay, so when that contract's up, he'll go to Jumpman or Nike and Jumpman, Jumpman, Jumpman. Mm. I don't, I don't, I think the money's too large for him not to stay. I think he'll give it a shot. Here's what I hear. I heard that Adrian Dantley was a mentor of his and actually kind old of old crosswalk guy. Yeah. Uh, kind of groomed him. Said, Hey, you wanna this is where you wanna come. This is where you wanna be. The I don't know if this is true or not. This is just things that I've heard. But they're saying that he actually wanted to come here and he enjoys Utah. So with that being said, is he the next Carl Malone. Well, that's what I was going to say. You can be the man here. This is for can you. Can you in here? Yeah. yeah. You Not can in the have West. Your, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not the way it's that the teams are now. A lot of beat reporters say that he might be able to attract people. Yep. Well, See, I, I, think the, I think that I've been really thinking about this because the Jazz only have four games in January. They just had the hardest December of any team in the league. And they're not playing very many home games in February. And I'm almost wondering if the NBA was trying to make them a lottery pick. They're not going to be, they'll barely, they're on the cusp. But see, the problem is that they have a really good head coach. If you had a, most of the average head coaches, this team would be 15 and right. uh, they'd be horrendous. They'd be 15 and 50 or whatever it is, but they have such a good head coach and a good ownership that they're seems like they're competing against the NFL. NBA schedule to make a playoff where most coaches would have gotten rid of favors. They wouldn't have gotten Rubio. They would have done all these other things and just tanked. You almost have to go. I mean, if you're the you jazz, have to tank, you almost have to go to the lottery because, but now they just else? got the best player in the draft outside right. of Simmons last but year. Who else are you going to get as a free agent? That's the problem to stay here, to come here on their own. You, yeah. But when you have a super, super, superstar, like a worldwide superstar, people want to play with you. Because it makes their life better. That's going to be about three years, though. You think that long? I would think. Because he doesn't have the pieces. He's got he Joe Ingles. Who? <laughs> <laughs> He's got Jingles. Ricky Rubio. Jingling, baby. Well, Rubio's out of here yeah. in a few weeks also. You think they're going to trade him? For Why not? He just got his spot taken, basically, right from under him. By Mitchell? By Mitchell. He probably had no... No one had any inclination... That this kid was going to come in here. I did. You did not because he couldn't even shoot in his sophomore year. I know. I know. That's why a lot of people thought coming out of Louisville, they were like, why, dude, why are you leaving? Why are you entering the draft? Right. You're not going to make it. You you can't shoot. You're not an NBA talent. Again, we keep talking about Kyle Kuzma. Said the same thing about Kyle Kuzma. I saw, I went to the Summer League when it was at the Huntsman this summer. I didn't mainly, see you. mainly to see Simmons. I was up, you know. I'm trying to, you know, <laughs> stretch it out. Yeah. That's what we like to call. Because <laughs> I, <laughs> I went to see uh, Simmons and what's the other kid who's hurt? Fitz Futz from 76ers, the point guard from Fultz. Washington. Fultz. Yeah. I went to, I went to Fultz. See, yeah, I wanted to see him. And I ended up seeing Mitchell. So did the was, Pac-12 last year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I was, I was watching this kid like. Texting my buddy who's a Louisville fan who lives in Roanoke, Virginia. What's up, Monty? Like, this kid is the truth. 
watching them, and I, and I was thinking, okay, it's only summer league. Mm-hmm. And then I went to some of the early games, like, oh, yeah, like, he's for real. And then he just keeps growing and growing and growing. Okay, I want to read this off. So Donovan Mitchell, he was just named the Western Conference Rookie of the Month for games played during December. So here are some of his stats. He averaged 23.1 points per game. This is all in December, which was the best amongst rookies. 3.4 assists, 3.2 rebounds, 1.8 steals, and 34.3 minutes per game during December. He totaled 300 points, 49 assists, 44 rebounds, 23 steals during the month. He's the on, the fourth rookie since 1963-64 to tally at least 300 points, 40 rebounds, 40 assists, and 20 steals during December. Other people, LeBron James, Ron Harper, and Michael Jordan. So can he carry the full weight of point guard right now, you think? If they get rid of – let's just – Say, put it out there. They get rid of Rubio. Yeah. Can he? Mm, they won't make the playoffs. What are they ninth? Last I checked, it, it all were. depends who they bring. Because if you get rid of Favors, Joe Johnson, they're saying that they're going to get rid of him. Got to keep Joe Johnson. They said that he's gone. He wants to go play for a contender. That's what uh, Andy Larson was tweeting about last night. Right. I like Joe. Me too. He's a badass. Yeah. We got robbed that he Atlanta got robbed that they yeah, didn't. Yeah, Jazz win with are him. ten. So I mean it's early. behind We're the Clippers. Yeah. So you're losing half your team. You got him, you got Gobert, you got Ingles hanging around. Hood, know, does he stay? I mean, if you're gonna clean house, do you keep Hood? The way they're talking about Burks. I mean, I bet Cleveland would love to have Alec yeah. Burks. Hood, you know. they people want Hood gone. I don't know why. He's hurt, yes. He's no he's because hurt. he I like Rodney everyone Hood. thinks that the problem with Rodney Hood is he's got A-plus basketball talent, but he's not an alpha male. Right. And you're not going to score 20 points a league every single night unless you're an alpha male. Right. And he's not that guy. He's a number 22 draft pick from Duke. Duke's not not having alpha players on their team. They're soft. Except Kyrie Irving. <sighs> <laughs> yeah, that's such an exception. Yeah, I know. Like, <laughs> I just had to throw it out there because I used to say the same thing. But he's thing. a flat earther, yeah. so well, he ain't right. Yeah. Grant Hill and Kyrie Irving, that's it. <laughs> okay. That, <laughs> okay, so Kyrie Irving with the news out, too, with him saying, you know, the Cavs didn't want me. He's what do you guys think about all this with Kyrie Irving, LeBron James, the Cavs ownership? What the heck? Is it too much? You know when they're going to know that they wanted him? In June. <laughs> I was uh, talking Damn. with a broadcaster the other day when I was working over there. And I brought up the idea that the NBA has nothing to do about basketball. It's it's a drama. It's a soap opera. It's a drama. The, it has nothing to The basketball game is a side effect of the NBA and television. And so, yeah, this drama is built for television. It's it's what draws you in. It's part of the heel face that Vince McMahon mm-hmm. masterfully created. Um, you have an antagonist and you have a hero. And if you can get them to flip-flop every year or every half season, even better. Here's and that, the, that's what this is. Here's the thing, too. And obviously, I don't know if any of this is true, but you know, people are saying Kyrie Irving... It's being reported that Kyrie Irving was saying that uh, the cat he heard that the Cavs wanted to trade him, so he felt this. hurt. Yeah. yeah, so he was like, "I'm gone." My thing is, 
and I love Kyrie Irving, but my thing is it's a business. At the end of the day, basketball is a business. You can't get your feelings hurt because it is a business you're, and you should know what you sign up for. You're telling me that Popovich didn't try to trade Aldridge for him? Of course. Yeah. The first day that he got drafted, you know Popovich and Quinn Snyder and uh, Thibodeau, they were all there because Denver is a prime example of when you have a dumbass in office and you have a smart guy in another office. They've raided Denver the last two years. Gobert should have been theirs. Mitchell should have been there. And, you know, so, yeah. And that, that's, the guy who just went to Portland. What's his name? Uh, uh, is that Joe? Uh, what's the guy's name? I have to look it up. The big guy. He's 6'10", 6'11". Big man. Yeah, can yeah, handle yeah. the ball, can shoot. Can, he yeah. was there. Yeah. And, and so the whole, the whole thing of the NBA is to take advantage of the other team. And you hope that you got a – someone in management that's a cokehead or a legacy kid that has no idea what they're doing and has no idea what the NBA is about, you know? So how about this? Go back a little bit. Yeah. So bonus for Derek Favors, Indiana Pacers trade straight across. No. And the reason why is I, I, I no, no more Europeans on this team. <laughs> No more, no more white people. No, what? we're good. What? We're good. He said it. Yeah, not, not, not the me. black not, people. No, no, I, I debated it. I debated <laughs> right. it. And it's no, no, no. Let's he he get is the prototypical more inner core. city. More inner city. If you want to win a championship in this league, you need to have kids that played real basketball. And European, they got what about Jed Bushler and can you Luke Walton. Get those and, dude, come on. Uh, what, who, who, uh, Kyle Korver. Come on now. Who's the white guy for Golden State? Yeah, he's a oh, journeyman they, player. They don't have one. He's a journeyman player. And, and, it's, it's, and there's great white athletes in all sport. But I want a kid that's not coming from the suburbs on this team. I want a kid that didn't play in Paris and in the country in Paris. And but he's a real stretch yeah. four. But people were saying that about Porzingis, and now there's, look what you yeah, got. The unicorn. <laughs> Well, first of all, <laughs> Latvia is a whole different planet and is more hard than almost any oh, yeah. inner city, including Chicago. You, yeah. you missed this shot. I'd country rather country. go to Southside Chicago than Latvia. Yeah, <laughs> they got good food. At least though. I'm Jewish in the in Chicago. That might say help me out for a minute, but no, I'm not going to the ball. Like that's the thing about the ball. So like, you wouldn't go play pickup. So if hooping in the hive. What's in Latvia, there? no, you in wouldn't Latvia, go play. I wouldn't even go. Re- I would rather go with my journal to Baghdad and oh. make a career than go to Latvia so as a do you Jewish think, boy. Do those scouts get hazard pay when they have to go over there? I just hope they get a big box of condoms when they go out there. That place is wild. You so, know, you can buy a tank out there. Yeah, I saw one <laughs> for like for like a debit right card. Yeah, for a debit card. Yeah, just give them an American debit card and you got a tank. Sorry. Would you like howitzers with that? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I can't. So no breathe. Sabonis. No, I want have... his dad. His dad, yes, but I don't want second generation Sabonis. But he's good. He's all right. He's be- He I can't think jump. He's a stretch four. Favors, I don't want to stretch four in the league anymore. Favors has the Why league not? has passed up favors because I want all guys that are six eight and six seven that can play any position, right. and you give me one badass that can cut you with an elbow. So and what? that likes to do that. I want a sadistic guy that um, can take five foul. I want to go back to five foul goons. 
I want two goons on my team, Lambeer, and everyone else is six seven to six eight. But I, and then you give me Mitchell, and you got a national. I champ. feel like when I said that before, y'all looked at me. Not you, because you weren't here. But you and whoever else, y'all looked at me I like I was with crazy. Everyone, yeah. <laughs> like because I said I want basketball to be more tough. I want to go back to the days. Oh, you didn't hear me disagree with that. Oh, somebody did. I they was want, like, dang. They want points. They want entertainment. Yeah. No, nah, I want my I want entertainment violence. is yeah. I, I miss the face. I miss the physical play and people getting dunked on and you being able to yell at a person. I watched yes. the game. I can't remember what game it was and I was so happy that this I think it was an NBA game where this referee didn't call a technical foul. He let these guys talk. I was actually I was sitting there. I can't remember. Damn it, I can't remember. Anyway, but he didn't tech these guys up. He let them talk to a certain extent. It's not like that now. Like you can't even no, say blame Ron Artest for that when in Detroit. <laughs> The greatest moment His in name sports television Artest. theater that ever <laughs> happened. Well, no, he changed it back, I yeah. think. The, well, I know he went from Ron Artest to Metal Piece, Piece, and then he went to Panda's well, that's Friend. What, that's what, the, <laughs> that's what ruined <laughs> tough guy basketball was okay, wait, that moment. Funny thing. Did you know that the dude that Ron Artest got into an altercation with that night, they're like friends of course they are no, they made like, a lot of money off no that. no they're no 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 after because ron artest he called in on espn radio in la and he was like yeah that was a dark time in my life i had to go to no therapy. shit yeah. he was like <laughs> he was like i went to therapy and my therapist said that i should reach out to the guy he should have <laughs> gone to jail for that and so should you know who should have gone was uh o'neill wait how should he have gone to jail for that jermaine o'neill because you can't punch anybody in why, why not you just said you want basketball to be But not tougher. in the stands. No, no, I agree. Go to the stands. Go to the concessions. I don't care. Get a That's chair. That's how it used to be in the 70s. I, I like it. But, yes, you should, everyone should have gone to jail that night. I, I agree with fisticuffs, but there are consequences for knocking a grown man out. Like, go back and watch the video. It is seven minutes. It. And it's... It's I should captivating. That. I <laughs> but wish see, me. that's entertainment. See, oh, this yeah. stuff today is not entertainment. We keep going backwards. But that's how the ABA was back in the day. It like, was exactly dope. like that. And then you just oh, I love when fans off. turn on the on the entertainer. Like they were throwing chairs at Jermaine O'Neal. It's dope. I want that. Yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine jazz fans throwing no, chairs? Well, the chairs like don't come up. They would do that. They would like throw They some can't spaghetti. even clean up their own trash. Like, <laughs> how are they going to do that? Oh, my so God. So what happens? What about Exum? I don't think you can. They're not going to get anything for him. No, it's hurt. You keep them. You sign him for three and a half million next year and see if he can you keep stay em. around. I like Dante Exum. He's soft, though. He, He's soft. Yeah, he Way is. Soft. But his handles are developing. He's he always had. Shoot. He's always had uh, that. His handles were kind of slack. He still can't shoot. And now does he have a first step? You know, it was, he had it when he came back from his ACL. But can you drive with your shoulder and do all that now? He's a broken guy. Young too. Yeah. Back to Australia, he goes. So, question going back. Joe Ingles. Yep. Going backwards here. Those two of us made $100 million off the Jazz. <laughs> Thieves. <laughs> we have a lot of these players in the NBA, 20, 21, 22, 23, you know, millennials. Yeah. Okay, mm -hmm. since we're talking about Punks. millennials today. Yeah. Oh, Lord. No, so, with it, like, is it an ego thing? Like, going back to Kyrie Irving, saying, oh, it, it, again, if this is true, I heard the Cavs were going to trade me. My feelings are hurt. I don't want to be here. Where Let's go somewhere else. From, 
Who knows? The I, but the thing is, I, like I said, I don't know if that's true. It's just being reported that you, you heard know, on that's Twitter. one of the things. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's on ESPN, actually. That's, <laughs> they were on? Talking, that's yeah, Twitter 1.0. Yeah, they were talking, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> they, don't even get me started on ESPN right now, because ESPN was on LeBron yesterday, and I'm not. Like, on his jock? Yes. Like, always on his jock. I'm going to show you. What I texted. LeBron, oh, but that's later. LeBron but, is LeBron. But I the mean, thing is, you can't argue. It, he's he's okay. He's actually playing. They're one lucky of the he best didn't start years. his own league. Yeah, I know, right? Oh well, him and Levar Ball. Do you think that would ever happen? No. Did you hear about that? <laughs> Levar Ball starting his own league? Yeah, that's not going to work. Okay, where's he going to get the money? My thing is, how do you? <laughs> you're only. He said, yeah, they're going to be paying, be paid up to ten thousand dollars or something. Yeah, you can make more than that a month. So, yeah, a month. Yeah. A month. But it all goes. I'll play. It all depends on, you know, obviously how good you are. But how many top prospects are you going to get? There aren't that many left over. There aren't that many top prospects. Well, there aren't that many left over. Because, you know, there's the Adidas 100 or whatever. No co-eds. You you hang out with strippers instead of co-eds. Screw that. You got 10 grand. You can't give an 18, 19-year-old 10 And it's not 10 grand. After taxes, you can take 40%. You got an agent. You're down to about four. So we got favors is gone. It's a good synchronization. So we're so old men. We better be why, able to do that. Why do you want to get rid of Dante Exum? He's in, Who said he's that? Injured. Cedric. He's injured. I just want a good start. I, I want Eddie George back. Or not Eddie George. George Hill. <laughs> I want George Hill back. Yeah, he he was out of here. Yeah, get that Felosha for George Hill. I think you'd go to the playoffs. You don't like he him? He wouldn't want to come back. He like screw you, dude. He's in Sacramento. Yes, he yeah, would. Yeah, he probably does want to come back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'd give them one more year there. In the everyone, spot. everyone said it was about Hayward and Gobert last year. It was all George Hill. And now, get, get, or get what do you mean it was all George Hill? He's damn near a Hall of Fame point guard. No, I know, but I didn't know what you. Wait a minute, what? what? George Hill's phenomenal. George Hall of Hill's Fame? Dope. I said damn near. He won't ever get there. Okay, he, so you he, were he's, saying he's that A minus. Right, he's at right. he's at ninety one percenter on a test. I like George Hill. He's phenomenal. When George Hill was in the game last dude. year, he's a glue guy. He yeah yeah Hayward would have stayed if they would have kept Hill. The thing is. Their offense was just so much better and so much more productive with George Hill on the floor. It's the first point guard Utah's had since Stockton. And like everyone it. missed it. Everyone Not didn't even get it. Darren? Darren was a punk. Darren was on his own thing. He had good handles and he could pass very well. He had good court vision. He but he wasn't race. a leader of men. He no. wasn't. Because he, he had that thing with Karolinko probably going back. Dude, he had a thing with everybody. Like, he, he lived a mile away from me. Uh, in our 20s and yeah his house was much nicer and everything he had was better but he showed up to the same bars and clubs the difference was i wasn't getting beat up that kid was always getting people picking on him and he'd fight back and it wouldn't work out and it was the same in the league everyone gave him no respect i'm darren williams i'm from illinois state i can't get respect Uh, i got a gorgeous wife and i'm a millionaire and i'm just pissed off and it didn't work I used to see him in the clubs all the time, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, damn, you married? <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> there was a lot of sloppiness in that locker room, and I think it had to do with an aging coach that um, was sick and didn't see it. Had no control. He didn't see it. He was yeah. he was sick. And I think if you had healthy Sloan, Darren Williams, oh, he'd been A, there. wouldn't have thrown a punch on him, and two, wouldn't have, he would have been traded. Did he actually throw a punch? Mm, yeah. Yeah. At Sloan. Well, yeah. yeah, he hit him. Who hits an old man? That's not a charge. An angry 
fucking man. <laughs> I'll beep that. <laughs> we gotta beep a lot. Yeah, yeah. You know what? Start Back over. in my day, you would have been wiping my ass. I was actually, <laughs> I was actually thinking about this the other day. Had Donovan Mitchell been under Jerry Sloan, would have even be playing nope. right now? Not at all. Yeah, he'd be, be at the end a of student. the student. Yeah, he'd be wearing. And then I was thinking, what if Darren Williams had Quinn Snyder and Dennis Lindsay as a rookie? Because it's not just it's not just Mitchell had has all the tools and the talents for greatness. His mother he also gave him that. Played for Patino. Yeah, he had a he had some type of life there. Don't start. And but he's got a great coach and a good GM too, which allowed him to. I mean, the guy makes a lot of mistakes and he takes a lot of bad shots. And but you take his. He's upside. made seventy nine three pointers. You this, take his so far. How many has he missed? Do they give you that stat? No, I have it, but, but we're not sharing that. <laughs> yeah, you miss all the shots that you, you don't, don't take. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and what? No, if, and if the team's gonna let them do it, and that's a beautiful thing. But who else is who, gonna I was shoot? Gonna say, who else is gonna? Who make? else? Who else is gonna shoot? Rubio and make can't it? Shoot. Joe Ingles. <laughs> <laughs> Jingles. Jingles, get in there. He's hot like once every month, like hey, once that, a month. But that once a month. Yeah, it, it does come in some clutch times though. Yeah. I think he's becoming the goon of the team. I think that's why he's not shooting anymore. I think he's really? just he's I think, a new Lambeer? Yeah, I think he's too slow. I think he's I think the last two years has really worn I think he's worn out. He looks he's got a new kid, he's got a hot wife, like And he's watching the Bachelorette during the football game. Of course he is. <laughs> you see that on Twitter? But a lot of people were <laughs> a lot of people were. I don't understand that. I was at the gym, so I I, I don't understand. I was I drinking. Don't I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I've been on vacation. I don't know. <laughs> so yeah. So I have one last thing about Mitchell, and it's one thing that I've um, one of the radio stations they've been calling Donovan Mitchell the kid. How do you feel about broadcasters, white broadcasters, calling an ath a black athlete a kid? It bothers me. As it's it, saying boy. He's, he's 21 years old. I'd rather one. have kid than boy. This Because I still say kid to kids as I coach who are 25, 26 years old I use kid now. too, but I'm also not on the radio or television. I would First of all, I would never call a grown any, man. Any, yeah, unless it was a pejorative thing. Well, they called Kyrie Irving kid. So uh, is, is, is it acceptable for news folks to call anyone, an athlete, a kid? Especially I, when you're not 17. It's kind of like the way I see it. It's kind of like if you're the young guy, just like in NFL, the rookie, and it be any professional sport, you're the young guy. So there's always veterans who are older yeah. or broadcasters that are older. Yeah. So, but like I said, I would rather have kid than boy. Sure. This boy or hey boy or yeah. you know what I mean. So I don't take exception to kid. And that, that's why I've been thinking about it a lot and haven't made a decision because I don't think it's racist. Right. I don't think it's um, like a white privilege thing, but I do find it demeaning somehow. I, I'm on the fence because at the end of the day, they're men. Right. And especially but, Donovan Mitchell, he's 21, yeah. done a couple years in college. So they're, they're men. Yes. Me talking loosely to friends or whatever, I'd be like, man, this kid is dope or whatever, right. you know. In a professional setting, radio. if I'm calling a game, if I'm reporting a game, 
I will never ever say. So if kid, you're, if you're doing a highlight kid. for if you're filling in for Dana, I'm not and saying kid. He does bad. You won't say and look at that dish from the kid. No, heck okay. no. That to me that doesn't even sound right. But good pass, kid. Yeah, like. But kid no. is also a New York thing too. Yeah, what or East Coast. Yeah. Ben's so check it's thing. not from New York. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but maybe he's hanging with people from New York, oh, son. Shit. I've never even thought about that. I'm guilty of that myself. And I call white kids that I coached or even. What do you call them? Black kids. I call them. Hey, what? Or. No, but you're I, a coach. I coach but you're kid. coaching. Yeah. I can see coaching. I can see um, a peer. In a professional setting. I don't know about. I'm specifically talking about broadcasting. Yeah, here. I don't. Right. I'm not I talking about ever. fandom. I'm talking about a white broadcaster. Calling a black athlete kid. Now you're going to start some crap in the Let's paper. do it. <laughs> but, and, and the thing is, Utah I wouldn't even call. UtahPodcastNetwork.com. <laughs> I wouldn't even call someone who's white, Asian, Mexican, whatever race you are. It's pejorative, I, right? Yeah, I wouldn't even call you a kid. Like, if I'm calling a game, no matter what race you are, I just wouldn't say, this kid can do whatever. But now you have Look, to listen close to the broadcasters when you watch basketball and hear what like the TNT or the ESPN guy. David oh, Locke no, calls on the kid. Yeah. Check it's calls on the kid. I haven't heard um, Harpering or Boiler Jack do it because, I don't know. So I, that, now, volume down. Well, next time you watch a game on TNT or ESPN, now you got to listen and see if, if Drinking game, from, kids. Every time, they Shots say kid. every time they say kid. So <laughs> before we stop talking about Mitchell, yeah. what, if his, what are his chances of edging out uh, Ben Simmons for rookie of the year? Ooh, a lot. Th- Playoff, that's the right? Thing. Someone's got to go to the playoffs. But a For lot of people. Of the year? Yeah. No. No, you don't have. But the thing is, a lot of people are like giving Donovan Mitchell praise. Like a lot of the old school dudes right. are giving Donovan Mitchell high praises. Well, but they're the like, but like Ben Simmons. Simmons yeah. But even the old older people are like, Donovan Mitchell's dope. He's great. He's blah, 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 blah. But Ben Simmons, though. Right. So it's always a Donovan Mitchell is this, and, but Ben Simmons. So I don't know. Well, yeah. I mean, one's in Philadelphia, where in next Main to the market. three biggest populations yeah. in the United States, and the other ones in the Rocky Mountains. So technically, he's not even a rookie, but yeah. Oh, Nike made him a rookie. <laughs> uh, and then there's Kuzma, which is going to be in so those discussion. Are the top three. You think? I think Kuzma's not going to win Rookie of the Year. So he come in third. If in say there's voting. Today I think you have one. Ben Simmons, Donovan Mitchell, Kyle Kuzma. That uh, Smith Jr. is pretty good too. Uh, he's doing, he's playing really well in Dallas. He is. I think well, he's a guy, he, he's a better player than Kuzma. Oh. If drafting right now, I'd take Dennis Smith over Kuzma. But I think no, he, he went. He fell because he had ACL. He tore his ACL last year. So what? Kuzma will probably tear but his too. At some too, point, Kuzma. Yeah. Put it this way for me: Just if Kuzma wasn't around. playing right now. Tripping on the, the sidelines. would be like number one. No one defending him, just falling. <laughs> I saw that. <sighs> so feet. I think if you take Kuzma out of the lineup, the Lakers are trash. I'm not saying they're they'd still be, trash. Yeah, they'd be even. Speaking they'd a team be that whines about trash. trading rumors. <laughs> well, Randall's getting traded for sure for the Lakers. That dude got to go. It, but he's one of the most. Is it good for Utah? Guys off the bench. No, he's not good for Utah. Because he's a me first guy. Did you say good for Utah? Would he be yeah. good for Utah? He's a oh, me first. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I mean, he's a stretch four. Brittany Johnson's like, good for Utah. What? what? <laughs> he's, he's, Am I on? He's a new prototypical stretch four, but he's a selfish player, I, in my opinion. I think. So, yeah, that's because I have a young coach that's not a good coach. Right. 
I think they got a coaching issue over there. I think they got a leadership issue. How long does how long is his reign? Depends how much management likes him. Who Luke Walton? Yeah, he went. He yeah. It's a family quote unquote business, so they don't like getting rid of family. What? Mike Brown was out there in like four years. He wasn't family, dude. <laughs> he wasn't family no, dude? he wasn't family. Oh, you mean as in he played there? <laughs> yeah, like like Luke Walton. Just bring Eddie Jones back. Family Eddie, to where them. Is Eddie Jones. He's my favorite player in league history. Not what? Yeah, I love Eddie Jones. I remember. Him I'm, I'm still convinced he's better than Kobe Bryant. After he, all the Kobe championships, took his shine. he did. <laughs> Kobe took his Eddie, shine. We got to get Eddie Jones on the podcast. I bet we could do this. I bet um, we could, and we should open it up. Did Kobe take your shine? No. Why not? He wouldn't. He wouldn't. He wouldn't. He'd hang up. He hang up. Well, you know, then you know that time, means yes. You know how many times he's hurt that. <laughs> then that means yes. You know yes. how good he was. He was a legitimate basketball player. I remember player. he was yes. at Temple with uh, yeah McKin- McKinnon or I don't remember played anymore. with. Uh, Iverson with the 76ers, uh, the two guard or the one guard. Now I got to know. Anyway, they played together at Temple. Yeah. Um, they had a phenomenal team. Yeah. And then he goes to the league and he was He was phenomenal. In L.A. Athletic, 6 And then he got six, put on the bench for Kobe Bryant's rookie year. Well, that's Airball. his fault. No, it's not. Yeah, it's it is. Not, it's like, my whole... dad, like my dad just said, you got to step up. And they you, never traded him until he – I don't know. He – I don't know. I, I I see a lot of Delon Wright. Uh, I see a lot of Eddie Jones and Delon Wright. I would love Delon Wright to come to the Jazz. If I were the Jazz, as a backup, dude, yeah, I would start no him. Backup. I would start over him. Mitchell. Okay, if you're gonna have I see Mitchell can play anywhere. Mm-hmm. But if you want a pure point guard, you want Delon Wright. He is, is he starting. No, he he plays. He's plays behind but last night he had 25 and he's he's he every time he, he plays yeah. he he does well but that backcourt is stacked you know and he was just a hideaway draft pick who had a good pro- and now he's four years in the league and you can't not play him anymore he's too good he's about to be a free agent i would l- i don't know who toronto would want i don't know if they have any money to trade but if he came to the jazz it would work out it's working out in houston well, what, they're what, totally different caliber players. But, but still, it's still the working out. Need them. The Clippers really need them. <laughs> the Clippers. Pa- Patrick Beverly's kind of cool, though. I like his bravado. Like, I like his tough guy. Like, I'll. He's a. Na- he, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I like what he did to, to the ball kid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I love watching that. <laughs> okay, He's so, still on the bench after yeah. that game. <laughs> <laughs> I've never played against a grown man before. <laughs> Dad didn't teach That's me about sad. that. That's sad. <laughs> what? You can do that to me? <laughs> so, it we already know soul. <laughs> the outcome of the NBA season, pretty much. I don't think so. Golden State? Golden State and the Cavs. You think, do you think it's going to be another Golden State and Cavs? The Cavs don't have I want to see who the Rockets pick up. I want to see if they get rid of P.J. Tucker and try and go after somebody. The, uh, DeAndre Jordan? I don't know. No, I think you need someone better than that. A score? Who, or who to can hurt, score? It's someone to get in the way of LeBron or to make Kevin Durant go technical. Because we have to remember, Kevin Durant's a child. Like, it's on white side. He's on the block. Dude, I would do that. Well, who, who, Miami's not going to take just 
Uh, well, they they want to get rid of that contract they just gave him a year ago. Yeah, but you're I mean you're talking about a legitimate top fifteen player in the league at any position. You'd have to give away a lot, and the Rockets are going to be good for years, so their draft picks are worthless. I don't know if they could pull that off. How about Aaron Gordon? No. No, you can't get rid of him. Chris Paul's too old. <laughs> like you just want Chris Paul to teach people how to pass, like right. you know, on the sidelines. Then bring in Cliff Paul. Cliff Paul. Cliff Paul. No, he retired. He just oh, yeah. retired. Did he retire? Cliff Paul retired. Is that his brother? Yeah, that's his, his twin brother in Allstate. Chris and Cliff. Allstate. <laughs> oh is it, wow! I'd hate to be Cliff on so many levels. Yeah, Clifford, his huh? Real twin brother. It's oh. like a double yeah, body double. Yeah, like a oh. Chris Paul is Cliff yeah, Paul. Yeah, yeah, he is a megalomaniac, isn't he? <laughs> Jim Norton over there. Jim Norton. <laughs> so I don't know who else is out there. Who's going to take favors? Eleven million dollar contract. And who would the Jazz want? The Gatorade League, what's it called? MBDO. <laughs> who would who would I they want name. from Cleveland? Atlanta. Atlanta. He's from Atlanta. Atlanta. They're rebuilding. He and Joe will go together. No, Joe's Joe Joe's, Joe's going to go. See, I could see Joe in Houston as an extra shooter, as a leader. Yeah, as a guy with uh, Hall of Fame experience. There? I don't know. Yeah, Jason Terry is I'm pretty sure is there. So you're going to have like. All the over thirty guys <laughs> playing, <laughs> playing, dude. Players. I would. Jason Terry wanted to come to Utah so bad, and uh, Utah would never pull the trigger on him. Really? He he loves snowmobiling. That's why he wanted to come. Are you serious? Yeah. Yeah. Jason Terry's huge snowmobiling. I know he went to Arizona. He tried coming he here from? for years, and is um, he a Cali guy? I don't. Uh, I don't know. I know he played why in do Arizona. You, Arizona. Why would the Utah Jazz turn him down? They made a lot of dumb decisions with O'Malley or whatever his name was. Um, they were, they were a very poorly run team during the time of Larry H. Miller dying. Mm-hmm. Like, they made all these contracts, and Larry died, and then it went to shit. And there were a lot of moving parts, and it was poorly run for a long time. And they were in the bottom of the league for a long time. They, basketball was really bad here for a while. Which I enjoyed. <laughs> Memphis is from the West. Tickets were cheap. Like, yeah, <laughs> I can go see all the teams I want to see. I think I went and saw... One year, the Celtic, when the big three first got together, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to that game. How, do you remember how much you paid? I was in the 10th row, I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it's going to be really hard for uh, Dennis Lindsay to trade Favors and Rubio, now that I think about it. Who's, who wants him? I'm sure Rubio can get picked up somewhere. Give me Jordan Bell for, uh, would you do Jordan Bell Hell for? Hell no, they won't let him go. <laughs> Dude, Jordan Not Bell now. for Favors? No, they and you take a heavy not contract. That's not a Bell. that's not a switch. They're no. not doing that because oh. they they have power forwards in Golden State. Yeah, but take one of their two of their crappy ones in Jordan Bell. So you give them cap <laughs> flexibility, and then you give them fifteen million dollars for exactly. Rubio. And yeah. We're giving yeah. you money. Take him. There's a bag behind the building <laughs> with some money. Speaking some of, money. and I, we got to wrap up here. Yeah. What's uh, Delon Brooks doing these days? Anyone heard? Because I was convinced he was going to be an All Star. Because he has that I hate you attitude. Dylan Brooks. Dylan Brooks. Sorry. Oh, he's in Memphis. Yeah, yeah. Is he doing anything? Nope. Sitting on the bench. <laughs> <laughs> and they have no... So he's that bad, huh? My team is... Oh, my gosh. We're having a bad year. Have you watched Dylan Brooks play this year? I watched him in the summer league. I haven't seen him play in games. 
much. Uh, but see, in that might league, he was killing it. That might be too hard of a city for him to live in because well, he's a punk. He's behind Mike Conley. Oh, that's a bad team to go to. And they're getting can ready to get rid the of Jazz. Conley. Get Mike Conley, like give have no. the whole team, but Mitchell and Gobert for give Conley. The- you know how much money they owe. Oh, he's the highest paid player ever. Who cares? He's great, and he's got a good haircut. <laughs> but he, he just, he's coming off uh, Achilles also. So what? <laughs> I'll stitch that up. You can take mine. Sasha's <laughs> making the calls for the Jazz right now. <laughs> yeah, Jordan Bell, Conley, and uh, get rid of anyone on that team except Mitchell. <laughs> they can all go. What? Yeah. <laughs> what about Udo? I like it. Yeah, he he makes me proud. <laughs> He's a real grown man that yes. likes to be mean to people. Mm-hmm. And he has no problem being booed. So when you're on the floor covering these jazz games, are you looking I'm like... I'm on the visit side. I don't work the home show anymore. Okay, but are you looking like all y'all motherfuckers can go? Except for I Mitchell. got pushed by somebody <laughs> the other day by a jazz player. Uh, TNT's doing this new thing where they, they mic... Uh, the coaches, they pay a million dollars per game what? to coach the mic. And so we have to get our camera guy into the huddle. And the first time we did it, I don't know which one did it, but they pushed me and I didn't move. Like my shoulders didn't even move. But it 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 hurt my feelings. 21-year-old Bloomwood had a major problem with that. But, then but did, was it like a... Like a twenty one year old bloom would have been. Was it like a push NBA. like get out the way or was it yeah, like a yeah, oh, yeah, my bad? I, I didn't move. I, he he was protecting the sanctity. Yeah, of, you're of, you're being paid by TNT for this game, so but no, I, I think the jazz uh um, Hold on, hold on. A million to the coach? A million to the or the league. team. To the team? Yeah, every TNT game they do, they pay a million dollars to the team to, Mike. to get exclusive access to Mike the Coach. Man. And I don't know if that goes to charity. I don't know where that million dollars. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> Who knows what that million dollars goes to? I don't know. I'm like, we're talking about a million. Because you figure it's they do 82 games a week, uh, so 150 million dollars are paying to Mike these coaches. It's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. And so to have a player push a TV guy is borderline uh, an HR thing. But don't they do that all the time in NFL though. They try to get in the huddle. You always hear guys get out of here. <laughs> I've seen it happen. Yeah. <laughs> you telling me? I've seen. I've. I want to see cameraman drop that shit. And be like, <laughs> all right, I've had it. <laughs> all right. So in wrapping up here, uh, I do want to. I know by the time this airs, it's going to be after Thursday. Alabama. But, no, yeah. no, no, no. It's going up tonight. It's going up tonight. Yeah, I'm all going right. out of town. So you, yes, Cedric, tonight. are going to be at the game tonight. I'll be at the Utah versus Arizona Wildcats game with a big ass sign. Hooping big, in the hive. With a big U on it says hooping in the hive. They're Hashtag. Gonna that, they're going to take that from you. You think? Yep. But it's you hooping in the hive. You hooping in the hive? Are you? <laughs> you hooping in the hive. Creative. But I don't know. If it gets on TV too much, they hey. might tell you. So how many points do Utah lose tonight? I'm going to go on a limb and say seven. I'm going to say 25. Do they lose? Yeah. Yeah. I think they're going to win. Huh? I think they're going to win tonight. Gonna win. All right, you say 25? I'm going to say the score is going to be 85-64 Arizona. 85-64. And I think they're going to lose against Arizona State, too. Uh, I'm just going to say Utah is going to win by – I'll say Utah is going to win by 11. And uh, Friday is gymnastics. the start of gymnastics. Yeah. Yep, I'll be there covering it. 
You're covering? Yes, I will be there covering gymnastics, Sasha. So, but I'm going to get you thrown off the, off the floor. Huh? I'm going to get you thrown out the floor. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. It'd go real quick. No, oh, whoa. powder in your face. No, whoa. Uh, so, She's, I do want to do a gone. proper plug. <laughs> three on three, hooping in the hive. August 3rd and 4th, 2018. Hashtag hooping in the hive. But we now have a website up www.hoopinandthehive.com. That's H-O-O-P-N-I-N, The Hive. And tonight you're giving out a golden ticket. Golden ticket to the first person who comes up to me and says, shebangabang. So we're going <laughs> to see. to hear that up here tonight. That word. We're going to see shebangabang? <laughs> yeah. That's it. Somebody's going to get it. How did you come up with shebangabang? I was shooting a video. Pure and that's violence. the first thing that came. <laughs> the first person comes up to me and says, shebangabang. I don't know where it came from. So what Concord, where are you going to be? I'm, I can't tell. Well, it's happening uh, now. Yeah. So I'm going to be 23rd. No, E. 23rd row, E. So cat a corner from the basket, from the say, East basket. Well, I, I, hope the Utes, I hope the Utes win, but they're not. They'll win. They don't have, the, they don't have the coaching staff to win. You said by so. 11. Give us a score. Yeah. Uh, I don't know a score. I'll say... 60 to 71. I'll just go there. I don't know. Utah. Utah? Yeah. You guys haven't been watching Utah, have you? Yeah, but this is Arizona. Yeah, but they're still. I watched the Oregon State game. Yeah, and I've worked um, all their other games. Oregon game. I have faith in Utah. You were talking about earlier me hating on Utah. I have faith in the running Utes tonight. Hallelujah. I have faith in them. Three players, double digits. Are you going to be there? No, I'm going to be asleep. I know. <laughs> by seven. Three players will be in double digits tonight. I hope so. I hope so. I'm a running youth fan. Anyway, uh, subscribe to our podcast on Google Play, Stitcher, iTunes. Find us, utahpodcastnetwork.com. Follow me on Twitter at bjohnsonabc4. Sasha, this week, do you want to be found? I'm good. I'm negotiating right now with a family member. <laughs> My my sister's boyfriend blocked me on Twitter. <laughs> Both his company and um, his personal page. Anyways, he owns a company called Bedfellas Coffee. It's <laughs> shit coffee. Wow. So Cedric, would you where like do to do a clean? Find you on would you like media? to do a clean ending? I'll, I'll, yeah, we can start over. Washeduphooper at gmail dot com. Didn't Tangie tell you to start giving out your Instagram? I think it was. Yes, she did. But I'm locked out of Instagram. So, uh, did you get suspended? No, I got a new phone number uh-huh. and I went to change the password because I forgot it. But I had the double authentication, so it sent the pin number to the old number. Sweet, another and person I, I can unfollow. <laughs> no, that's the hooping in the high one. My regular one. I yeah, can't figure so out how to get in there. Where can people find you on social media? Uh, you can find me at Watch the Pooper at Instagram. <laughs> and we're done <laughs> I was like damn which one there's so many oh my god you are now listening to six music 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 I am proud of me I am proud of me I am proud of me no 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 no
This one of those beats that I get lost in And talk about how this life is exhausting Or how I'm afraid of falling Distance myself so I haven't been calling often Part of me keeps telling myself it's just this precaution But it's just a way of life until loved ones end up in coffins I learned this lesson, I learned this lesson That's why my mind is racing, I'm stuck here watching the wall spin It's hard to go hard when my heart is softened Your life was taken and mine was spared What would it be like if you were still here and I was there? How would I act if God was to tell me my time is near? Only guarantee in life is death so I'm kinda scared to be honest with you I ain't making the best decisions Not every move I'm making is made with the best intentions And yeah I'm far from perfect but I'm tired of overusing that excuse Who am I to complain when most of my time is misused? So I wonder Crazy thing about stars is they don't shine until they die Crazy how people go before you get to say goodbye Crazy how you could look at a person right in their eyes And not even know that next week you'll be asking yourself why As you stand over a casket Questioning what's real cause you can't believe what just happened This all just seemed way too drastic I mean I know it's life and everything ain't always Gucci but dog It's feel like something that's straight up out of a movie for real and I'm sick of wishing and hoping I feel like as of late I'm just going through all emotions How selfish of me trying to be more than a waste of life It's for my uncle locked up in the pen and facing life I miss you and wish that you could be here to see this Even if it doesn't touch the ears it reaches Just know no matter what I'ma be great because I have to If I wrote that letter I was supposed to I would've asked you Some days I look in the mirror and gotta ask myself Some days I look at the sky and can't help but wonder. I'm proud of me.